But I do think there's a couple of things that we can talk about 17 without kind of uh, infringing on that. 17 is amazing. This can also whet your appetite for uh, four weeks from now, hopefully. But, you know, the last thing Jesus does before he goes out with his disciples is he prays. And they get to listen in. And this is not like, you know, you know Jesus' prayer was like a model prayer for them. But this is not like a model prayer for them. This is like his really prayer. And they get to hear him. Now, that's really cool. This is the longest prayer we have of Jesus to the Father, by far. And so it's cool to see how he does this. I want you to think about a few things. One of them is kind of simple. And I think I may mention this one of the times, but I'll say it again here. Jesus spoke these things, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said. You know, we talked about how, you know, biblically, we don't have this need to bow our heads and close our eyes. You know, and it's very natural to look up. This was one thing that makes me think Jesus may have gone ahead and left that room when he said he did it at the end of chapter 14, because by here, he's still in the room, how can you look up to heaven unless they have a skyline or something? You know, so I'm thinking that by this time he's outside looking up. But if you're outside, where do you think of God as being? You think of him as being up. So often you look up. You know, it's not wrong to bow your head and close your eyes. I'm trying to stop that. You're saying that's not a biblically required posture for prayer. And it's very helpful if you can focus and think of talking to God when you pray. You know, prayer so often becomes just kind of talking to ourselves almost. We can't have it be talking to ourselves. Prayer is really communicating with God. Prayer is really talking to God. And so, you know, when you talk to God in prayer, prayer like, pray like you're talking to somebody. Do you see the difference? Do you talk to yourself the same way you talk to other people? If you're talking to yourself, just kind of thinking in your own mind. When you're praying to God, you're directing yourself to God. You know, it would be natural to look up. And, and, and you, when you listen to Jesus here, you don't have the idea he's talking to himself. You have the idea that he's really reaching out and talking to God. It will help us so much when we pray if we can think about that. That's one of my struggles. You know, it's easy for me to say habitual things and to kind of talk to myself instead of thinking about God and really focusing on talking to him. So I think that's one thing you see. You also see in this, what does Jesus say? Father, the hour has come. Verse 5, now Father. He's going to say that several times. He addresses God as Father. You see the closeness that he had in prayer. Now, what would you say if this is the almost final moments and you're praying? What would you pray for if you were Jesus? That's cool to see here. Jesus is going to pray for himself, going to pray for his followers, and going to pray for his future followers. What would you pray for yourself if you were Jesus? What he prays in Luke 22, 42. Let this cup pass. Yeah. You can think of a lot of things in my prayer. What would you pray for your disciples? That's probably even more interesting to think about. Can you imagine? What, if you'd been Jesus, what would you pray for? Give me some new ones. 
Takes a better, a better set. If you weren't going to get new ones, what would you pray for these? For them to like not lose heart and to be there for you, you know, to support you during your trials and your time. I can see that definitely. What else? What would we pray? For? What do we pray for our fellow disciples? Good. Health. Safety and travels. Big on those. You know, if you'd have been Jesus, would you pray for their economic prosperity? Would you pray for their families? Would you pray that they'd be exempt from trials and difficulties and disappointments? Would you pray for them to have bigger churches and more success? And so some of those aren't wrong things to pray for. But it would be interesting to look and see what Jesus ends up praying for when he prays for them. You know, if you study this before three weeks from now, just think about what Jesus doesn't say that we might have said. All right, thank you for listening to all of this and uh, appreciate that. Any comments or questions before we close? All right. Why don't we have Boyd lead us in prayer?